chapter number four, Proverbs four. We're going back to our teens and tech. I'm going to read the passages that we've been going through, and then we'll go through our short review time, and then we'll come back to where we're going today. Proverbs four, verse 23, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a forward mouth and a perverse lips, but far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. So, as we've been going through our study of teens and tech, what is, once again, our premise for the whole thing? What is Proverbs 4.23? What is it? Taylor. Yes, my pure heart has value. Yes, thank you. Yes, it is. That is wisdom. But the specific wisdom that we're looking at is that my pure heart has um, has volume. My that's my hair. My pure heart has value. So as we look through and we look through the review, what are the two things that I must determine about my communication? I must learn to what my speech discipline. Yes, I must learn to discipline my speech. D-I-S-C-I-P-L-I-N-E. Discipline. It's like discipline with a C. I must learn to discipline my speech. Number two, I must distance... Oh, never mind. (laughs) I do this all the time in junior church too. I must blank myself from speech that deviates from what is right. I must distance. Yes, good job. I must distance myself from speech that... That deviates from what is right. So we talked about, it is my responsibility, last week we talked about, it's my responsibility to make sure I am disciplined. We talked about if you were to be able to submit everything that you said through technology, or even that you said out of your mouth, the text that you sent, if they were to be set before God, and to be put on God's desk, so to speak, would they bring honor and glory to God? And also, those around me, am I allowing wrong speech to come into me? into my life through technology. We're talking about, remember we talked about the Trojan horse and Troy and going in the Trojan horse, going into the lives and the devil wants to use technology as a Trojan horse because it is the perfect Trojan horse. Today, we're talking about determining the purpose, defining the purpose of our technology. One of the funniest things to me is whenever you find an older person, and by older person, I mean older than me, so probably about 30 or so, but um, but I think <laughs> my wife's thirty. <laughs> uh, but but, <laughs> but when I I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Before I get too much in trouble here. But whenever I see, whenever there's a, an older person, let's say, let's just go so I don't get myself out of get myself out of trouble. Forty or older or whatever. So an older older than me person. I'm gonna start calling them the older than me people. And when we have an older than me person who does not have a smartphone. And they don't have a smartphone all day, and then you always hear them talking about, oh, those young people always around on those phones. Oh, I don't want one of those dumb phones. And then when you finally see them get one, like, like they're, they're always talking about how bad they were and how they're not connected. And then all of a sudden, like, they come to church and they're like, hey, Pastor Bird, look at this. I got this new phone, this new smartphone. And then every time you see them from there on out, they're like, Look what it does. I can make a lightsaber. <laughs> Look what this does. Look what I have. And then, like before it was like, hey, I don't want one of those things. I don't, I don't want those. They're like, hey, I got that email that you sent me right on my phone. Like it came straight to my phone. And we're like, yeah, they've been doing that for a while. But, but, <laughs> but, but that when they first get it, it's exciting. 
And you know, before they had no purpose for it. Hey, there's nothing in my life that this thing can do. I don't need to take pictures. I don't need to do all this. And then as soon as they get it, they find out, whoa, I can take pictures right here. I don't have to carry around this big camera and all this other thing. And they start to see the purpose of what it has in our lives. Here's the problem we run into as young people. We are on the opposite side. We get things, technology, or sign up for things or do things just because it's a new cool thing. And I'm, I would say that I'm guilty of this by a long shot. When I, when I see a new service come out, when Instagram came out, I think I was one of the first people to sign up for Instagram. I've been in there since the app pretty much came on the app store. And when, when I see something new, I don't even know what it does yet, but I just see a sign up button. I'm like, oh, click. Sign up. I don't know what this does yet, but I'll find out because I want to, if it's something that ends up being cool and big, I want to be like one of the first ones that jump into it because I don't look at the purpose of it. I just want to be one of the first people that signed up for it. Then I can say, well, I was there before it was cool and stuff like that. But in our lives, a lot of times as young people, the devil's going to use that Trojan horse of technology. And if we do not understand the purpose, and this is where I had to be honest with myself, and I'm going to ask you guys to be honest with yourself. Do I have a purpose for the reasons I do things? You know what? If you're on Facebook, it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's really a neutral thing. It doesn't matter. I, just like I said last week, how some people like act like they're more spiritual because they don't have a Facebook account, because they don't have a Twitter account, and they're like, well, I don't have that. There's nowhere in the Bible that says you're more spiritual because you do or don't have one. But I'm saying if you do, you have to understand the purpose and understand, go ahead and be honest with yourself about the purpose that you use it for. If you had a video game console, a Wii, a PlayStation, an Xbox, if you're an old school PC gamer, it doesn't matter. You still have to look at, why do I have this? And just be honest with yourself. You know what? There's nothing wrong with having a game system and saying, you know what? I play games for entertainment. There's nowhere in the Bible that says entertainment in of itself, is wrong. But as I understand the purpose, I have to understand, you know what, my life is not consistent of being entertained 24-7. So I may have this games console, and there's nothing wrong with the games I play, but you know what, if I play with it 24-7, all of a sudden I have totally gone over what I ought to be doing in my life. So how do I understand the purpose of my technology? How do I understand the purpose of the things that I do? Let's look at it. Specifically this morning, we're going to be looking at 25, verse 25 and 26. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Let's look at the word right on. It means in front of. Right on, in front of. Let thine eyes look in front of you. You say, that's a big deal. I mean, I mean that's not a big deal. We understand what right on means. But the whole reason... When you're, I mean, well, one of the things I say this, my wife, when I'm driving, has a whole, she watches the road for me. Let's put it that way. Today, when we were coming to church, she was playing a game and she kept looking up to make sure that I was driving safe enough. And you know what? Because sometimes when I'm driving, my eyes are not right on in front of me. Sometimes if I see something, this morning was a beautiful sunrise. And as we were driving down the road, I was telling my wife, I was like, wow. Look, there's like a couple little clouds over the sun. This is just a beautiful sunrise. And I'm driving the road. My wife's like, hey, look, 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 pay attention to the road. Pay attention to the road. And that is how it is sometimes in our life. We have to understand the purpose of things. I've got to keep my eyes straight 
in front of me in my life to make sure I see what's coming. So the word right on, the word ponder, means to prepare, like prepare a road, prepare a way. And then weigh mentally. So this is a different way. One's W-A-Y, the other one's W-E-I-G-H. So nobody has to ask me how to spell it. Prepare a road and then to weigh mentally. So I've pondered this. I've thought about it. I've let it go around in my mind a little bit. It's not just jumping into something. And the word established means built on something firm. Ponder the path. Think about the path. Lay out a path in front of you. And then let all your ways be built on something firm or solid. So this is what the verse is saying. What do we grab? What truths do we grab from that? Three keys determine the purpose of your technology. From verse number 25, we see, let thine eyes look right on and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Number one, I must readjust or you must readjust your use of technology to eliminate being distracted by things that do not matter or are not priority. Readjust your use of technology to eliminate being distracted by things that do not matter or are not priority. Now, today, for just a little bit, for some of the times, I want us to assume that the, the way you're using your technology, the way you're using Facebook, the way you use your cell phone, the way you use whatever technology you have in your life, the way you use it, you are using it properly to the honor and glory of God. I'm For this first point, I am going to assume that. Next week, we're going to talk about evil, because the Bible says in the, verse 27, talking about removing our feet from evil, we're going to talk about that next week. But right now, I'm assuming that you use it properly the way God intended you to use it. One of the key things and problems with technology is this. It distracts us by things that are not important from the things that are. There are certain things in your life that are important. And you know what? Technology distracts us from it. Last, last night when I was finishing typing up this handout, I was typing away. I have a little notification bar that comes up on my little MacBook. Adrian Burden just posted a photo of you. So I'm in the middle of just thinking and typing. You know what I'm going to do. I'll click. I got to see what picture you uploaded up. Oh, man, that's the that's that's toy we gave my, my niece. Jasmine, we, she's opening her birthday present that we got her. I'm like, oh, man, that's great. And then he's, next thing I know, I'm going back to studying. Ding. Adrian just posted a video. Well, I just checked the thing. Click. Oh, man, isn't that sweet watching them sing happy birthday to Jasmine and all that's just a great video. Then I start scrolling down because I see somebody else that I, oh, man, so-and-so just posted something. Oh, so-and-so. Next thing I know, I'm like, what in the world? I'm like writing down on this paper that I've got to make sure I understand a purpose because it distracts me from things that matter. And here I am being distracted from things that matter. I'm supposed to, I have to teach Sunday school in the morning and I am being distracted by looking at watching videos and they're not harmful things. But see, I have to establish a purpose in my life because if not, I get carried about with everything. The illustration given is example in Luke 10, 38 through 42. Luke 10, 38 through 42. We know the story. I won't read it for time's sake, but it talks about how Mary and Martha, Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus. Martha's cumbered about, as the Bible says, with much serving. She's trying to get everything ready because Jesus is here. Like Jesus is in our house. We've got to get things ready. Hey, I got to make sure the meal is perfect. I got to make sure this house is picked up because Jesus is here. And she, uh, Mary comes, I mean, Martha comes to Jesus. Can you tell Mary to get up and help? Like all this thing I'm trying to juggle. I'm trying to do all these things. And Jesus says, hey, she's where she's supposed to be. She's with Jesus. 
See, sometimes we get so bent on and distracted by things that don't matter. This is key with technology. Because all of us, if you're connected, your phone buzzes. You don't sit there and say, oh, I'll get that later. (laughs) I'll get back with them when I feel like it. You think, oh, man, I got to go check and see what they're saying. Something off the wall happened. You're playing, you have a video game system. They make games to be addictive. That's why they make them. There are people that actually sit down and think that, hey, I don't want a game that somebody's going to want to put down. I want to make a game that they don't want to put down. So if I don't understand the purpose in my life, you know what happens? I pick up my controller. Five, six hours later, I get up and nothing's been accomplished. Not that it's a problem that I've been entertained. It's because I've been distracted from things that do matter by things that don't. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Pretty much anything, and I have to learn this myself, that someone posts to Facebook, I'm going to be honest with you, probably does not matter to you as much as sometimes we think it does. Exactly. (gasps) What are you saying? Because if somebody really has news to get you, guess what? They will call you. No one calls. (laughs) No one calls. That's how they tell the world. They just put it on Facebook, and we're just supposed to arbitrarily see it. (laughs) Exactly. You guys are like, yep, that's that's how it works. (laughs) But what happens is, is we start to think that things matter. This is why a young person can walk out with their phone from school, from someone they just talked to. I just, uh, hey, see you later, man. See you later. See you later, girlfriend. Whatever you call them. <laughs> and sit in the car to the parents they have not seen all day. How was your day, hon? Oh, uh, it was okay. Who are you sending a text to? Oh, Bill, right over there. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like it's like, what in the world? Like, you haven't seen your parents all day, and you get in the car, and you can't even say, hey, mom, how was your day? Because you're texting the person you just saw three minutes ago about something that does not matter. It's not even about homework. And you're going to tell me, well, I want to make sure I got the homework from them. I want to make sure I got my assignments correct. It's not. It's, hey, dude, that was a funny video. Ho, 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 ho. That you told me at lunchtime. And it's just, just random stuff that does not matter. But you know what? Technology is key. I mean, it's, it's king of distracting me. From things that matter. That's why the Bible says in verse 25, let thine eyes look right on and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. It has the idea of, hey, I am looking forward at things that matter. And I have to be honest with you. This is one of the things I'm working on in my own life. We live in a connected world and it's so easy to get distracted. It's so easy. But I have to understand the purpose. Hey, the purpose in my life for whatever, my cell phone, is not to control me. It is so I can communicate with others. And at the point that I can't live without my cell phone, and it buzzes, and I have to do this sometimes, I have to make, my, make myself do this. Sometimes I'll be sitting in my office, and my phone will be laying across something, and I, it buzzes. And the first thing, if it's laying on a shelf on the other side of the room, the first thing when I hear it buzz is to slide my chair back, stand up, walk across the room, grab it, and see, oh, something updated, and put it back. I have to make myself say, you know what, whatever it is, it can wait. I ain't trying to study God's word. And you know what? It takes work. But I have to focus, focus on the things that matter and not get distracted by things that really don't. You know what? I can find out that 
someone got a new cat later on. I can see it later on. Really, it's not going to affect my life that I have to know just because my phone buzzed that somebody got a new goldfish. I have to make sure I'm paying attention to what really matters. So, distractions. Number two, recognize the direction your technology is taking you. Recognize the direction your technology is taking you. The Bible says in verse number 26, ponder the path of thy feet. Think about it. Proverbs 22.3 says this, a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple path on and are punished. So, once again, we're assuming that you're using, what, the technology that we have today that God has given us properly. So the next thing we look at is, what direction is it taking you? If right now, you have whatever means of communication, whatever means of technology, we'll throw out video game systems again. If I... Yesterday I played, I think I played Call of Duty for an hour or so, hour and a half or something like that. And you know what? I realized, hey, right now, as much as I was having fun playing and I was doing well, I thought, you know what? I've got to put this down because there's a lot more things, more important things that need to happen. So where is this taking me? I don't only want it to be a distraction, but I have to see where is this taking me in the long run? The first time it really hit me was when my daughter was going to bed. And I usually pray with my daughter at night. And so she was going to bed, and my wife, I was playing Call of Duty. This is back when we lived in Florida. And I was playing my PlayStation, and it was getting late. And I was like, I just want to play one more game, and then I'll put her in bed. And so I was going, and that was all my intentions, was just to play one more game and get in bed. And my wife said, no, I'll just pray with her. And I said, okay. And I thought, in my mind, I started playing that game, and I thought, wow. I am going to actually play a video game and not go pray with my daughter I'm actually going to let this happen, and I'm fine with that. I turned the whole thing off. Walked away and said, you know what? This game doesn't matter. Because one day, I'll be sitting as an older father, and my daughter's 13, 14, 15 years old, and I think, oh, well, why isn't she doing that? Why isn't she doing right in here? You know why? Because her dad might have thought it was more important to play a video game than to pray with her. See, where is your technology taking you? Hey, right now, I don't use, I don't communicate in the wrong way, Pastor Burton. Like, really, I could throw you my phone right now and you can look through my text. My mom and dad can look through my text messages. I don't care because I'm not doing anything wrong. But let's make sure where it's going to take you from here. Because, see, right now, I may not send things that are inappropriate. or I I may be trying to do it to the glory of God. But I have to be totally aware every minute that, hey, I'm pondering the path this is taking. Yeah, I opened a Facebook account, and right now, we're doing things. I'm putting Bible verses up on the top. I want everybody to know that I love Jesus. But after a while, like we talked about last week, communication starts giving us not, not where it should be. I'm not saying we're doing anything bad, but it's not exactly where it should be. I have to understand, ponder the path. Think about where I'm heading. Like we said, prepare the road. See, right now, this is even more critical for you guys than it is for me. Because, see, the decisions you make now will vastly affect your decisions way down the road. See, for me, most of my decisions are major decisions are made. I'm married. I have kids. 
I've bought a car, I have a house in Florida, not here, but working on that. But my decisions are mostly made. But see, yours aren't. And so the decision you make about technology now greatly affects what happens down the road. See, how you respond in communication right now to the opposite gender, whether it's on Facebook or texting or wherever, however you decide to communicate, hey, that's going to sculpt your life down the road. How you plan to entertain yourself with technology, the things that you're allowing to become into your mind will affect you more so than even me right now because you guys are still in the decision-making process. So not only do I have to stop from being distracted, I can't get distracted by things that don't matter. I'm going to have to ponder the path of my feet. Every step I take, what is this step going to take me right now? Where is this step going to take me in my life? And I'm serious. Because as teenagers, we just kind of, and just like, not even as teenagers, I'm, not, I'm throwing myself in there. Like I told you guys before, I just sign up for things because it's cool. Hey, this may be something. Google Plus, man, I got an account before. I got to find out everybody who can get me an invite. Pinterest? I didn't really care about Pinterest. The only reason I wanted to be on Pinterest was because nobody else could. And because back in the day they had invites, and I was like, I'm going to find somebody who can send me an invite because I'm going to get in before everybody else does. And I did. And you know what? But really, when it comes to it, what does it matter? What does it matter? And this is where we find ourselves in our culture today. That, number one, I can't be distracted by things, by things that don't matter from taking me away from the things that do matter. And then I have to ponder, where is this going to take me in the long run? I have to know. Are you still concerned that I have a Pinterest account? <laughs> so is Mosky. But we'll move on. <laughs> All right, number three. Resolve to use the technology we have been blessed with properly. Resolve to use the technology we have been blessed with properly. Now, the word resolve means this, to make a decision. Now, we are not tonight, I mean this morning, going to have a, a come down invitation and I want you guys to make a decision about technology and all this. But see, this is what I want you to have in your mind. The Bible says this at the end of verse number 26. Ponder the path of thy feet. Think about everything you're doing and then let everything be established. This is what I would want for you in your life. If you have something right now, your cell phone, I would love for you to be able to pull out your cell phone and say, hey, I have a reason why I use it. I understand the purpose. The purpose of this device, and you to be able to tell me, this is what I want plan to do with it. And this is what I plan not to do with it. I want you to, I want you to be able to do your Facebook account. Hey, with what I do on Facebook, this is why I have it. Whether it is so I can find out what's going on. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's, I understand going into it, I know the purpose of this. I know what I'm going to do it. The Bible says, ponder thy path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Know why you do it. Because what's going to happen is if you're not pondering, you're not trying to eliminate the distractions, the devil's going to roll, roll in that Trojan horse. Why you need a wooden horse? Oh, no. But it's cool. So let me bring it into my life. Why do I need, why do I need to have a cell phone? Well, of course, because everybody else my age has a cell phone. Wrong reason. You have to have a purpose. Why do I have to have a Facebook account? Oh, well, because everybody, all my friends do. Wrong reason. That's not established. And see, the Bible says, ponder the path. Think about where you're going. And then let everything be established. 
planted on something firm. The reason I want to do this is because of such and such. Now, I have been blessed. My mom, with the mother that I have, my mom is big on making sure you don't do things and not know why you do them. I remember before I could, uh, the reason I didn't get baptized when I was like seven, I got saved when I was seven years old. I didn't get baptized, but my mom wanted to make sure I understood exactly why I was being baptized. And then once I was old enough to understand, I didn't want to get up there and get baptized, so I didn't get baptized until I was 16. But when I, before I took the communion the first time, I had to write my mom a paper to let her know why we take communion. Because my mom did not want me to just grab up crackers and grab up grape juice and just be throwing it down because everybody else was. She wanted me to make sure that I understood. And I praise the Lord for that because in my life it still rings true now. Guys, don't get so wrapped up in technology. And I'm even, and you're, you're looking at a guy who loves it. Who, if Apple came out with a new device tomorrow, would desire to go stand in line if I had the money for it. And I'm telling you, I'm being honest with you. I'm being transparent as possible. You have to understand the purpose. My iPad, I have to understand the purpose. What I will do with my iPad and what I will not do with my iPad. Because I have to go in with the knowledge of, hey, I want everything I do to be established. Hey, I have a Twitter account. A lot of people say whatever to Twitter. I understand I have been able to, with my Twitter account, do things that I would never have. Carrie Schmidt, Pastor Carrie Schmidt, I have sent Pastor Carrie Schmidt and asked him a question that I know that I would never probably been able to ask him anyway. And he sent me a, a message back. There are other pastors that I know that I've never met in real life, but I've got, gained wisdom from because on my Twitter account. Now, in my mind, I have a purpose for my Twitter account. I do not follow celebrities. Whether you do or not, that's your business. I'm not trying to tell everybody how to use it. I'm saying in my mind, I have a purpose for it. I follow pastors, and I follow those people in ministry. I follow some funny people, but they're, they're still doing it. And with the regards of Christianity, they're Christian people that are, are humorous. There's very few of them I know, but still. <laughs> that, but I follow them. Why? Because in my, when I click my Twitter feed, I want to know exactly what I'm getting. I'm going to be encouraged by someone. I may, it may be a funny joke, but I know it's going to be clean. I have a purpose for it. Now, in everything in my life, it is not like that, and I am seeking to, just like I said, as I'm preparing this, I'm being honest with myself. This is what I ask you guys to do. Resolve. Make the decision. As you go through this week, everything that I use, whether it be my iPod, whether it be whatever that goes on in my life, I want to just look at the purpose. And you know what? I'm telling you, entertainment is an okay purpose. It's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with sitting down and playing a game and having fun. There's nothing wrong with it. But when it consumes me, then it becomes a problem. Hey, if the reason I have my whatever, you say, I bought my I bought an iPad, and the reason I bought my iPad because I want to play Angry Birds on a bigger screen. Hey, at least you're being real. Be honest with yourself about what you're using and establish a purpose. Let it be founded on something firm. So, things we talked about today. Do you have something you want to add to? Oh, the last, last blank. Be willing to be honest with yourself about your use of technology and resolve to use it properly. Be willing to be honest with yourself about your use of technology and resolve to use it properly. So, this is what I'm asking you to do today. I'm asking you to readjust your look at your technology. Is it distracting me from things that don't matter? Next time that you're sitting with someone that you love and know... And I'm not talking about a boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm talking about somebody in your family. 
that you're loving, no, and you're sitting beside that family member and you have not talked to them and you are texting someone who is not there or you are conversing with someone who's not there about things that don't matter, I want you to think about this. I can't be distracted by, from things that do matter by things that don't matter. And then what I want you to do is the second thing that I'm going to look up right now because I don't remember. Oh, recognize the direct direction your technology is taking you. Ponder the path of your feet, where it's taking you, and then I want you to make a decision. Hey, it's fine for me to have this. My parents have cleared it. I'm not trying to sneak it around. The reason I signed up for this, my parents know about it. But I'm just going to say I'm going to have a purpose for it. This is my purpose. This is what I'm going to do, and this is what I'm not going to do. And let it be established on something solid so that God can use it in your life whether even just I say entertainment's not a bad thing. Can't let it consume me. Playing games is not a bad thing. Can't let it consume me. So I gotta resolve and just have a purpose to know why I do what I do. So let's pray. Dearly Father and God, I thank you so much for Proverbs chapter four. And Lord, I thank you for your wisdom and your word. Would you help me, God, first of all, God, to make sure to eliminate the distractions in my life from keeping me from being the man of God that you'd have me to be. God, I pray that you would please help me to be focused. Lord, you help me to ponder the path of my feet. Lord, let everything I do be established. But I pray that for every young person in here, God, that they would be established in why they do what they do. And Lord, to understand, going it with an open, honest mind to say, you know what, I do this because. And if it needs to stop, Lord, help us to be willing to let, make it stop. Lord, I ask you to help in my own life. If there's something I'm doing, Lord, that's leading me in the wrong direction, help me to be honest with myself enough to say, you know what, I don't need to do that anymore and put it away. God, help us. We need your help so many in this area so badly because, Lord, it's really dear to us. And, Lord, a lot of times we'll hold on to things, Lord, that will eventually hurt us. And, I, God, I pray that that would not be the case. Lord, be with our service. Be with Pastor Ferguson and he preaches. And we'll thank you for everything that you'll do. In Jesus' name, amen.